0: Hello and welcome to U-Irons, a uh, sad episode in the aftermath of our humiliating defeat to West Bromwich Albion at the London Stadium this afternoon. I'm Sam Delaney, I was at the game, uh, sat beside me is the Athletics, Roshane Thomas, who's just come from the press conferences at the stadium. Bloody hell, Roshane, that's a new low, in it? I mean...
1: For me, that was the worst The worst performance of the season. It was that bad. Yeah. Right. First half was terrible. It could have been like 3-0 in the first half to West Brom. Yeah. It was that bad. Yeah. Second half was even worse. And you're just thinking like, like where do we go from here?
0: Because I can't see us improving anytime soon. Well, the thing is, before you change your manager in a season like this, in a weird way, you have hope. Because what you think is, if we change manager, yeah. maybe that will be enough.
1: Yeah.
0: And not everyone wanted noise in, yeah, of true. course. It's not the most inspiring of appointments, yeah. but I, I was happy to have any change. My attitude was change as good as the rest. And actually, I kind of was more positive about noise than a lot of yeah. people. Because I think it's all about what you're attempting to do, yeah. right? Pellegrini, maybe we were running before we could walk. We were trying to pick pick a team and play a style of football that we didn't quite have the ability for. Moyes, much more straightforward manager, and I thought maybe he can get more out of these players. Maybe Pellegrini was trying to play football that was beyond a lot of our players. Well, he's come in, and after a good start against Bournemouth, it's just been downhill, downhill. But I'm not blaming Moise personally. To me it's the players. The players aren't good enough. And that is the thing. It's not even a case of there are good players playing badly. I think that we've all been a little bit deluded about certain members of this squad for a long time. We tell ourselves that people like Lanzini or Haller are good players, right? But the truth is, and, and they just had to find form, and Anderson as well, who of course, yeah. didn't play today. Oh, yeah. uh, They just need to find their form. Yeah. But really, this is their form. Yeah. This is as good as it's gonna yeah. get. Yeah. And it's not good enough. Yeah. And you look at, uh, you know, players like Anderson, who didn't play, so let's not yeah. go on too He's much to round. But, so yeah. but you look at Halle today, and you think to yourself, Oh, we're in the middle of recording something sorry what? We're, we're recording something at the moment so we just need to we are recording as a podcast here your your colleague knows about it so we don't need anything for now thank you. Okay,
1: perfect.
0: now I don't know if we're gonna leave that in or not but just in case we do and we don't have time to edit out You should know, listeners, that we are at an Italian trattoria, right, near the London Stadium. It's called Gotto. It's actually very nice, notwithstanding that interruption from a very confused waiter. Uh, It's about a five minute walk along the River Lee from the stadium. And very nice place for a pizza after the game. Although I have to say for Shane, it's another reflection of how yeah. times have changed since Upton Park, isn't it? It's yeah. hardly Ken's calf. Ah uh, no no! Well, it used to be the bowling
1: uh, the bowling pub. Yeah. Next, uh,
0: next Upton Park, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Not but... these days. Not these days. Anyway, back to the game. You, know, you look at Alla today, and you yeah. just think, I don't know how we made the decision to buy that player. Yeah because if we'd signed him for 20 million, I'd be still asking questions about his ability. But 40, 45? 45, 45. 45 million.
1: Six goals so far.
0: And you know, it's not just his goal record. I'm not thinking, oh well, maybe he's not getting the service or maybe his confidence is shot. No. The more I look at him, the more I think, I don't think it's about his confidence, I just don't think he's got what it takes to be a top, top striker in the Premier League. To be a top, top striker in the Premier League, you need to be equipped with a lot of different abilities, right, and he's missing in certain key areas. The key one's been pace, right? His pace is not good, his movement is not good, and his physicality is not good. He's a big lad, and we've seen the stats, he wins a lot of headers, right, but, he was bullied today by West Brom's defence, right? He didn't impose himself in the least upon them. And I'll be honest as well. He looks sulky. He look, he, you know, he kind of holds himself. He's got a body language of someone who's got the hump about something. Yeah. And I'm looking at him thinking, "What have you got yeah. the hump about? <laughs> it's us that should have the hump, mate." <laughs> you know, it's like we mentioned in the
1: previous podcast. He has no competition. Like he you knows he's yes. getting week in, week out. But he's yes. speaking, like if I'm rubbish today. I'm not playing this game anyway. A jetty player today. It wasn't convincing as well.
0: Next game, right? Liverpool. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but oh. we've got Liverpool. Everyone's worried about that. Wait. I would, I would drop Allen. I would play um, a jetty with
1: Antonio?
0: A, with Antonio up front, yeah. and I would do it partly because listen, this is a game where we haven't got much to lose because no one's expecting us to get a single point out of this, right? So I say. Make a point, I no. Drop him, right? Yeah. It's not gonna. We're not gonna get many chances anyway. <laughs> I would say at least jetty is running.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. He is running. He, you know, he made Asher a couple of like, yeah. like semi opportunities. Wonder what Alair
1: could do today, so.
0: Yeah. You so I mean? I mean, it's the players. Yeah. I feel bad for Moyes. Yeah. One thing I would say though is that Sullivan, looking at that game today, must understand. That we need new players yeah. if we're gonna stay in the Premier League. Because yeah. that team is going down. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just say it outright. We yeah. are going down. We've seen it before, we yeah. know what it looks like. We've seen, we know what a relegation doom side yeah. looks like. Yeah. And we have time we have <laughs> timed our run to perfection. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well the
1: thing is like there's six days until think about it, six days until the window closes. Yeah. I mean, left
0: it late again. Well, I don't think, I'll be honest, I don't think. They want, I, part of me thinks they're preparing for relegation, right? Part of me thinks that all of the sums they do, right, around our finances in this club, right, um, are based on being in the Premier League yeah. and the income that brings. And now, they are thinking, oh no, it looks like we could go down. So yeah. the last thing we want to do yeah. is roll the dice and bring in players yeah. on big wages yeah. who we can't afford to keep if we go down. Yeah. Right? So I think that even Moyes, Moyes is almost doing the board's job for them because he is saying, and I know you've just been to the press conference, yeah. right, well I tell you what, before I comment on what I think Moyes is doing, should we have a little listen yeah. to what Moyes had to say yeah. after the game? It definitely
2: wasn't lack of effort, no other effort, sometimes you'll see that as a, a generalised word, the players were determined to do well and we were all prepared to do well. I just think we're, we didn't show good quality, and I thought West Brom played well for a period in the first half. You can see why, in a way, they're top of the league because they've got a good momentum all, uh, going for them. They're getting used to winning. And uh, I thought that was noticeable, but we just didn't do as well as we should have done. With, with
0: the greatest respect, I mean, that
2: was pretty much a West Brom reserve. Yeah, it? totally, totally accept that. Just like you, with with all respect, it was pretty much a, first team, a West Ham first team today as well. So we we done everything we possibly could to try and get through in the cup. We gave. I was at home. I saw it as a chance. I wanted to give the supporters a cup run if I could. Uh, and I know sometimes you can say it's a distraction, but I felt that it would be helpful for us if we could get through in the cup. And uh, in truth, the only player we we didn't really start was Mark Noble. We were trying to sort of keep him for the games coming up. The others all were carrying bits of knocks and were sort of nursing Mickey and Antonio through a little bit at the moment.
0: So that's David Moyes there. He was
1: actually asked about Marty Cash, the right back. I don't know Forrest, Like, if West Ham had made a bid, and he yeah. said West Ham have not made a bid. There's only been a few inquiries. Is that right? Right, right. So that right, I mean, if you're a West Ham fan, probably for a bit of optimism the last week to win because it's been reported
0: anywhere, yeah. everywhere that we did make yeah. a 12 million me, yeah. pound bid for yeah. him.
1: Uh, Moyes dismissed that, so that's not the case. Right. So if you're a West Ham fan, you're thinking, like, well, what the hell is going on? Like, six days ago, you're like, who on earth are we bringing in? Some unknown guy from Saudi? like rubbish league which is typical West Ham to try and save our season
0: David Moyes is saying well it's only worth bringing in players if we can get the right players Uh, I'm much more of the Harry Redknapp school of thought that sometimes it's right just to bring in players for the sake of it like you bring in a player as you said to put pressure on Halle, Yeah. right to put pressure on some of the other players in the team who think that they're too easily selected yeah. you know Lanzini yeah. Anderson these are players you get picked week in week out irrespective of their form you know I would say that I mean all, all through the team in all yeah. honesty yeah. people say central midfield is the biggest problem but you know, Sanchez obviously was diabolical today. But well, he's been diabolical he's been so every he's single done. time. He's, into, he's, he's been there for what one and a half seasons, and every time he's had a chance, yeah. he is not. It's not just a case of him not grabbing his chance. Yeah. He has actively, like, worked against himself. Yeah. Today, he looked like how I am you when know? I. He's scared when he's on the ball. Yeah. He looks like he doesn't want it. And when he gets it, he panics and flails about. I mean, that's how I play football, right? Uh, You almost feel bad for him when he receives it because you know something terrible's going to happen. I cannot believe that Conor Coventry, right, who is, as far as I understand it, regarded as a a good a prospect as Declan Rice was in that position when he came through, has been allowed to go on loan when we have this sort of disastrous lack of talent in the central midfield. You cannot tell me that Conor Coventry would have done worse than Carlos Sanchez yeah. today. I, I mean is, you, you probably yeah. have seen Conor Coventry. I've seen him play, quite a him? few times
1: and I actually wrote a piece and I was like I can't remember who West Ham on the 23 a player, but for me, Connor Coventry was the best player on the pitch. Really? And I was like, this guy, similar to Declan Rice, great attacking the ball, great at reading the game, I'm like, why no? Because he's not getting a chance. Mm. And lo and behold, a few days later, not luck to Lincoln City. So you're Lincoln thinking like City. you know what I mean, Lincoln City like
0: Pretty low level. Low
1: level but cannot contribute a lot more than so what Sanchez has been doing.
0: I mean, Nathan Holland started on the bench for Oxford yeah. today against yeah. Newcastle United, um, which is a shame because yeah. he came on in the 77th minute. And I'm there looking at the fact that we had no wingers out there today. Yeah. We had Lanzini and Fournells in the wide positions. Yeah. Neither of them are natural wingers. Yeah. Uh, Holland is a pretty traditional winger, yeah. and to be honest, in a cup game. You would have expected yeah. us to. It's exactly the sort of game today that we would have brought him on us uh, probably for more yeah. than the 13 minutes yeah. he got for Oxford. I mean, yeah. So, what's he doing yeah. at Oxford? <laughs> you know what I
1: mean? I mean, as you know, people would have heard an the audio. Moisés talks like you made three changes at half time, so he
0: must have been really angry.
1: He said he would have made more changes if he could. That's how annoyed he was. That's how annoyed he was. <laughs> well, at
0: least I tell you what. That's, at least Moyes is being real about yeah. it now. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I thought it was a big statement to make yeah, three. Yeah. There's nothing yeah. worse. And there was, you know, when Pellegrini was in charge, yeah. we would all sit there <laughs> and see us playing like shit, yeah. and then Pellegrini would come out and go I thought they played all right, yeah. and you're and you're going mad yeah you can't believe me. think is he gaslighting us here we're being gaslit can you not see it i'm being gaslit by a chilean man (laughs) right (laughs) uh that's what it's like so uh, i like it when moise goes they were terrible i made a triple substitution and he was right to do it um i thought noble was the only player to come out with any credibility of the entire game because he looked a cut above the rest of the team when he came in you could tell he was angry You could tell that he was trying his best yeah. to sort of rally the whole side yeah. in something. Yeah. He missed a great opportunity. Yeah, and I feel, I feel, I feel sorry for him because yeah. he deserved. If anyone deserved a goal, yeah. it was him. And
1: you know what? Like just thinking about Noble, like for what he's done for this club. reaching like the end of his career now. If anyone wants a cup run, it's Mark Noble. Like. I know. If anyone wants to get returned to the FA Cup final, it's definitely Mark Noble.
0: Like. You know what I mean? I know, and he played like a man who wanted yeah. that and, and I, I said it on the previous episode and not everyone agrees, but, you know, yeah, I do think that it would have been good to have kept Codder Coventry or called Cullen back from Charlton, yeah. right? And I, and I would like to see us sign another central midfielder, but for me, when everyone's fit and Rice and Noble are both fit and ticking in midfield, I think that's fine. Yeah. If they've got decent players around them, yeah. Rice's confidence is low at the moment. Yeah. He, he didn't have his best game today. He gave the ball away a number yeah. of times, which is unlike him. Yeah. Um, and his confidence is is shot, right? Uh, Noble is is a great leader because he doesn't let that sort yeah. of stuff get to him. He yeah. does it he, he puts in a shift no matter what. Yeah. It's not bad. Those two players as yeah. a central midfield player and is fine. What this team lacks is um is pace and penetration. When you're at our level in the Premier League, I think that you need to be prepared to defend a lot against a lot of teams, and your chance of beating teams is to hit them on the break. Now, I'll go back a few years, right? (laughs) I'll go back a few years. I do this, Rashane, I'm a lot older than you. But when Alan Pardew got this West Ham back in the Premier League, in the mid-noughties, right? He looked at it and he thought, "How you know how are we going to compete? The Premier League is such a high standard, and a lot of these young players hadn't played in it before. So he built a team that was entirely based on counter-attacking with huge amount of pace, pace yeah. right? So we had this side with two kind of hard-working midfielders Rio Coca and, and uh, Mullins, and we had um, we had uh, Harewood and Everington as two pacey sort of wide players, particularly." Everington was wide, He was more in the middle. Not dissimilar to Antonio, in fact that he was very strong and quick. And we would just break. And it was obvious, because we couldn't compete in a possession-based game against a lot of these sides. We couldn't compete. We had to let them have the ball and we had to rely on, on on two fast players. And I think that's how teams of our level compete. Yeah. The problem is we built a squad <laughs> yeah. based on an idea that we were better than that, yeah. based on an idea that we could finish in the top six. Yeah. So we built we built players, we got players who who um, try to play in this more slow build-up yeah. way that you might see Manchester City yeah, in, exactly. right? Manchester City are one of the best club sides ever oh. assembled yeah. in the world, yeah. right? With hundreds and hundreds of millions of pounds pumped into it, right? We have built a team full of your Four Nails, your Lanzinis, your Anderson. Andersons, right? Who are, are tr- who think that they can play like City do, where you're tippy tapping it around <laughs> and looking for that one killer ball through yeah. to a centre forward. A centre forward, if you want to play like that for a start, you need an Aguero up front. Yeah, you don't want a Haller yeah. who, an, who can't turn on a sixpence, right? Who, who can't make those little imaginative runs yeah. right who hasn't got you know who, who hasn't got the pace to do it but that's the squad that Moyes has inherited yeah. right it is a squad that lacks you know, the, the only way we're gonna get out of this and I think if you asked me today who's going down I would say yeah it'll be us um,
1: I mean, the West Brom fans are singing, you're going down
0: with the Villa. Yeah, I, I, mean, you know, I don't know. I would say Villa have got a better chance of staying up. us. So I look at Villa and I think, yeah, there's some talent in that school. They've got yeah. an injury crisis. But I look at Jack Grealish and a couple yeah. of other players who think they could stay up. Yeah. I think, not, to be honest, I think some weeks I look at Norwich and think they look after, they pretty decent. Yeah. Do you know what the thing about Norwich is? They've got a personality. They know how they want to play football. Yeah. Watford under Pearson have that as well. That's true. You know, we don't really know what our personality is. The truth is, if you left Moyes in this, even if we get relegated, if you leave Moyes in that job yeah. for a few years and give him a certain amount of freedom and independence, yeah. he will build a team like he did at Everton yeah. and Preston. Right? Yeah. He will build a team that has personality and knows what it's yeah. supposed to do. The other thing that i'm interested in that you might be able to give me a clue to is what the atmosphere or morale is like yeah. within this squad yeah because that's the thing that we as fans never know yeah you look at it and you think is this a squad that has got cohesion is this a group of players that like each other that get on with each yeah. other that talk to each other yeah. or is it one of these squads we hear about where there's different factions yeah. different cliques and they're yeah. and, you know and Different lads have different groups and yeah. they've all got their headphones on on yeah. the coach, yeah. right? I'm looking at thinking, is that what's mm. going on here? Yeah.
1: Well, prior to the game, it was like a montage on the screen, and like, like a friendship test with Mr. Diop and Arthur Masuaku. Right. And they're both like just having banter, like, you don't know me well, or, I know you well. So they're definitely some sort of like clicking in the team. Right now, this team just have no confidence whatsoever. It's bereft of confidence. I mean, we had our first shot on target in the eight half minute. I oh, know. Aggetti, Hala, a- Antonio. Only in the eighty minute we had our first shot on target. And a lot of fans after the game were saying relegation could
0: be the best thing that happens to us. Well, rebuild and whatnot. I'm starting to think the same. And I think. No, I don't want us to get relegated. Yeah. But in a scenario where we did get relegated and we were forced to sell a lot of those players that we've been mentioning, yeah. probably at a big loss in the case of Anderson and Haller, yeah. right? Um, and a few others, you know, you'd have you'd get the likes of Yarmolenko, obviously Sanchez, and a yep. few others out of the squad. You'd rebuild probably with a bit more of a British yeah. kind of um, yeah. core to the team. Exactly. And um, you know, I would just like to see us bring in players who were sort of from the championship yeah. and were less, in a way, we've just overreached yeah. as a club. We have overreached, yeah, you know. He has played it you know david sullivan has perhaps played it a bit like a teenage boy managing on football manager yeah, right he's true. trying to sort of dream too big yeah. right and and also a lot of fans you know do you know what i said at the beginning of the season people said what what's your prediction for west ham and i said i think we're going to win the league right <laughs> and the re- and i said that because i was like well you know I mean, when we sign a player yeah. I always think the best of them yeah, best, yeah. so we sign good. Haller and people say well he, he pulled up Trees for Eintracht Frankfurt and he yeah. scored in the Europa League and he was this and he was that I just take that at face value right yeah. I'm a fan I'm not an expert right yeah and, and, I, and I've, I've always been optimistic about West Ham like, you have to be yeah. and I'm like I think we'll win the league I think Anderson will have a fantastic second season I think Lanzini will be yeah. back at his best I think Pellegrini knows what he's doing
1: okay. so
0: I'm not going to sit here and say oh, yeah. you know I knew all along I bloody didn't I was as optimistic as anyone yeah. but now I think you know if we did go down which I yeah. hope doesn't happen yeah. and if they gave Moyes a longer contract and said to him right mate you're in charge now, before before we go, I want to get a few tweets out. But you know, we have to touch on the fact that a lot of our fellow West Ham supporters are building an impressive <laughs> and very noble campaign um, against the owners of the club, who they think, after 10 years, have failed. Actually,
1: to cut you off, there's actually another protest, February 29th. Right. There's another protest coming up soon, so.
0: Okay, and people can go on Twitter and find out about that if they want to take part. And I think, you know, it's to be applauded. I think they're doing it the right way, they're doing it in a peaceful way, they're not being divisive. And I think, you know, you look at it you think you can't blame managers. We've had yeah. lots of managers come and go. Slavin Bilic was back today. It's a huge amount of affection for him. Yeah. You know, and they've all had the same problems. Yeah. And Sam Allardyce called it when he was in yeah, charge. So true. He said, you know, there's a problem in this club, yeah. right? Maybe it's partly to do with some fans who kind of do expect too much. I don't know. But... Clearly this, this club's been run without a plan. People say sack the board, which I never understand, because I think, who's gonna sack them? That yeah. we don't have any option, yeah. right, other than to stick with the board. It's up to them whether they're out or yeah. not. And if they're making plenty of money out of it, I can't see how people, hard-nosed, cynical business people, yeah, like know. the owners of the club, are gonna go, oh, sorry, don't you like us? We'll yeah. do one. However, what about this? Surely, you know, if you're the Glazers at Manchester United, you would be looking, if you had any sense right now, to replace Edward Woodward as your chief executive. If you're Sullivan, surely you could go out and look to recruit a top chief executive who could run the club, allow him to step away, think I've done 10 years, I've not achieved what I wanted. The team have stood still, gone backwards in some ways. So clearly, and we've tried lots of different things, we've tried different managers, we've had director of football, We've had all this different stuff, it's just not worked. However, I love the club, and I don't want to let it go. And in fact, I want my children to inherit it, right? So fine, so what I'm gonna do is, because the fans aren't happy, and I have to look in the mirror and accept to myself that it's not been run properly, I'm gonna go out and get a top chief executive, someone who's done a great job at another club, whether it was in the UK or abroad, I'm gonna to pay them top dollar, and they're going to run the club. They're going to appoint the managers. They're going to run the transfer business. They're going to do the lot, the PR and everything. And me and David Gold and Brady, I don't know what that would mean for her. Frankly, I don't think many of us care. Yeah. But step away from the club. Keep your ownership of the club. Yeah. And if you like making money out of the club, make money out of the club as well. Yeah. But put someone else in charge. Yeah. Because you have to say, this is, it's embarrassing after 10 years yeah. but that we haven't is, gone anywhere.
1: But you know what? A part of me feels like, Sullivan like loves that thrill of closing deals, and I feel like that's, that's the main reason why. Even if we get someone else in, he will always like be in their air saying, "Oh, let's try and get this person, let's try and get that yeah. person." He's such with that kind of character. I, I, I think,
0: I mean, I don't know enough about it. But it feel it feels to me. I always feel as if he's been too close to too many agents. Yeah. Agents make their money at moving players around. Yeah. They're onto him the whole time. They know he's. They almost appeal to his vanity. <laughs> they, yeah. they do because he's, you know, he's a rich man and he's got his own plaything, yeah. which is the club he's supported all his life. And they have, and they think he loves it, and yeah. they and he does love it. And if they yeah. ring him up and get in his ear, they convince him. Yeah. How many players have we signed over the years from South America? Yeah, right, exactly. Who have? Ter- I mean, and name one. The only one who's ever had a serious number of appearances is yeah. Val Buena, Who, yeah. by the way. Yeah. I saw someone. I saw someone tweet the general general anaesthetic, more like, which I thought was one of the tweets today. Sorry, I can't remember who tweeted that. So apologies, I'll, I'll retweet it later. Um, so I think that's the problem. Shall I read out a few of these yeah. tweets. I, I put a Twitter. I put a tweet out from my account, which is at Delaney Man, um, asking for thoughts after the game. Um, people have said uh, James Fell writes a single signing wouldn't go amiss preferably another striker a more long term noble succession plan for central midfield and another full back uh, Leonard Odesian says to succeed in the premiership a club needs owners with much deeper pockets than West Ham's owners appear to possess in the long run it's all about unlimited funds nah, maybe uh, Phil Murphy has just written David F. in Moyes uh, Tommy Gunn oh no actually he's written about something completely different uh, Ashley Field has said which just completely gutless no fight Need to do whatever Hasselhoff is how he puts it did at Southampton oh, wow. after the 9-0 defeat to Leicester since then they've been a different team which is true I mean he's turned them around which gives us some hope because I thought he was going to get the sack yeah. after that game Myself he didn't too. and now they look they're, yeah. they're going to be comfortably out of yeah. trouble aren't they um, so that's a few things listen we appreciate your tweets I'm at Delaney man Roshane you're at yes. Roshane Sport Rashane Sport um so that's that final thoughts. I mean, look ahead to, to Wednesday. I'm yeah. terrified, mate. I mean,
1: it's not, it's not, uh, it could be 10 it could, it could 0 to Liverpool. Could be, couldn't it? Could it? be 10 0 to Liverpool. I mean, I don't fancy us to, to, to team for score, much less get points.
0: Mind you, the last time we felt like this, we were going to Chelsea away. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> admittedly, Chelsea are not quite the team Liverpool are. Yeah. And we looked like we couldn't do anything. And we, we nicked a 1 0 win. And yeah. that is classic West Ham. Yeah. Liverpool have not lost all season, yeah. right? They've only drawn once. It would be Classic West Ham to somehow pull something out of the hat on Wednesday. Like, I can't see how they would yeah, do it right now, to, yeah.
1: but it's happened before, hasn't it? It has happened before, but again, I, I, I can't see happening. I reckon, oh, speaking of the FA Cup, our FA Cup final is that Brighton game. Mm. That is our FA Cup final yeah. because I, if I was boys, our would rest players against Liverpool and focus on the Brighton game. Yeah. That is a must win.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's the 1st of February, isn't it? Um, that is a must win because after that we've got Liverpool again. We've got no, we have, we have City. We've got City. i in Liverpool. Liverpool again. Southampton. You know, Arsenal.
1: I mean, it's not looking
0: good. Just to, in case we haven't depressed you enough on this episode of U-Irons, um, West Brom, a championship team, made eight changes at the beginning of this match. So while they didn't put out a strong side. They put out basically a second string which yep. was insulting to us their central midfield two were Chris Brunt and Gareth Barry who I think have a combined age of about 79 yeah right um, they also had 10 men for the last 22 minutes was it
1: yeah about 20, 20 minutes I think it was 20 yeah.
0: minutes uh, and we lost 1-0 yeah, lost and 1-0. we only achieved a shot on goal once in and that was in the last minute, minute.
1: 89th minute
0: so that's where we are today um, as West Ham go crashing out of the FA Cup uh, a long hard uh, spring lays ahead of us listen keep your tweets coming in to us we appreciate you listening this is Irons, which is the only uh, West Ham podcast to come out with reaction straight after the gate um, I've got something to read that I've forgotten about before we go there's a 40% discount for an Athletic subscription. If you want to go on to Athletic, you can get daily fantastic writing about all football including a daily West Ham article by my uh, esteemed colleague here, Rashane Thomas, and uh, very fantastic they are too. So, uh, go online and if you want to subscribe, there's a 40% discount for listeners if you use the code West Ham Pod. So go online, subscribe to West Ham Pod, and uh, you can get daily writing about us and and everything else that's going on in football. So there you go. Cheers for listening. Rashane, thanks. Let's try and enjoy the rest of our weekend. I'll see you here again on Wednesday. See you again on Wednesday, and hopefully
1: it's good news. And don't forget,
0: everyone, there's only one Samassi (laughs) Abu.